Well, welcome to the podcast. Today, I've got a really great guest. She's a friend of mine, Tanya True, who is the person responsible for True Force Empowerment. It's a really, really great program, which she's going to talk about. The key theme for today is how do we make our insides match our outsides? How do we show up as our authentic self? I'm really excited to share this episode with you. So if you're ready, let's get started. Well, welcome to A Mission Driven You. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I'm so delighted you're here and I'm super delighted. I get to interview a friend today, which is always always a lot of fun. Tanya True is a visionary leader. She's fueled by a deep passion for creativity and a mission to empower female leaders. She's got over 20 years experience in the beauty industry. And I know Tanya because we are part of a group of entrepreneurs who are journeying through life together. So uh, I'm I'm just going to sort of own my own bias. I'm a huge Tanya True fan. So Tanya, I'm so excited you're here today and welcome. Well, thank you, Will, for having me here. It's an honor and I'm ready to get started. So thank you again for uh, the invitation. And as I mentioned in our little conversation before we got started, I always ask everybody one question, which is, tell us the story of somebody that really made a difference for you in your life. When you look back on your journey, you realize, wow, they were they were a big part of it. That's a really great question. And you made me sort of like have to reflect and think a little deeper about this. And, you know, I have to say it's my mom. With the work that I am doing, and when I think about the people, why I'm trying to empower these female leaders, they're women like my mother. We lived in the countryside in Vietnam. We escaped. We're refugees coming into a new land with six kids. She had to be a stay-at-home, and there was always greatness in her. She always wanted to do more, but she was really limited Mm -hmm. because, you know, my dad was away working hard, making minimum wage. Someone had to be at home. And so those those sacrifices, the things that women do, yeah, she's such an inspiration. And so thank you for asking that question, because yeah. sometimes, you know, we think there are things that we we don't realize the significance until such questions like this are asked. Right, right. And we all come from someplace. It's so easy to fall into the cultural story that we're all self-made people. But the reality is we live in this beautiful, complex web of of people who helped get us here. So thank you for sharing that. And I really appreciate the vulnerability for sharing that. That's great. So you've done a lot of work in the beauty industry, I know, and that's that relates to, to the work you're doing now. I want you to tell us a little bit about your personal story and how that made sense for you and and, and what kind of got you to the work that you're doing today. Right. So I think the pandemic, I I think, was a a huge impact to a lot of people. And when you have time to slow down and sit back again to reflect, you're like, well, you ask the question like the purpose of life. And it led me on a journey to really immerse myself into this personal development mindset, because I said the most important business that anybody can ever run is their own life business. And seeing all these people around you from friends to family to colleagues to your own kids, they were all struggling. And I said, I need to show up Mm. so that I can be an example and plant these seeds that's going to help just the people around me to start with being in a better place. 
And so that's what got me on this journey of, you know, personal development. And now I'm on a mission to empower female leaders. I love it. And what does it mean to show up? Because that's a, I love that phrase. And I love when you use that. Talk about what it means to show up. To show up being, well, I, I guess I should talk about bridging this gap of the inner beauty and the outer beauty. So I know who I've become, my character, my identity, I mean, has shifted. Like when you're transformed and your mindset is transformed, it's really hard to undo. And you start to see things from different perspective and you work from a different place, like truly from the heart and others will follow. And then you've got this external outer beauty, which I've had the pleasure of, of being for like 20 years. And it's a physical appearance and it feels good to make people look and feel good. But what we're seeing more is that people are not showing up authentically, completely and whole. So I want to bridge this gap and so that they can show up more authentically as their true self with their true powers, because there's such gifts and talents and there's so much light. I want people to be able to step into that and share their story to the world. Yeah, because it's possible we can show up. I don't consider myself beautiful, but <laughs> it's possible we can we can polish the exterior and not do that interior work. And we sort of we're, we're not only fooling everybody else, but we're really fooling ourselves, aren't we? Yes. So we need to bring that inward beauty yeah. outward. Right. And so when you are comfortable in your own skin, oh my gosh, you radiate and shine so differently. And that authenticity and that connection, that real connection is what we need to bring back. Yeah. Now tell us about your journey. Cause I know you have this kind of monster in the closet story that relates to this overall work that you're doing. And I know it relates to your superpowers. So tell us a little bit more about that. So my eldest son, you know, is afraid of monsters as we, you know, it's it's a typical phase for kids to be. I was afraid of monsters myself. And as parents, we're always telling them, don't worry, it's not real. It's imaginary. You're safe. You know, you're protected with this like golden light. But how long have I been telling this story and that monster is still there? So one day he said, mommy, have you seen a monster in the closet? And I said, you know what? I need to have a deeper conversation and allow him the safe space. So I, utilizing my creative essence, I said, how about today we create a superhero and put him in the closet to deal with the monster? Yep. And he said, okay. And I empowered him by saying, instead of telling him who this superhero should be, Superman or Batman, I said, I want you to create this superhero identity. And I want to tell you to tell me what superhero powers they have. And so he said, mommy, which really caught me off guard because I was expecting an imaginary superhero. Right. right. So I said, are you sure? He said, yes. So I said, all right, let's play it along. And I said, all right, so what superhero powers does mommy have? And my son said, mommy's got this whip. And so I had to laugh because I'm like, all right, imagine this whip six feet long, making sure right. it's far enough. They can't get near And that with this buckle, if I were to hit it and snap it, they'll magically disappear. Right. And I said, well, what next? And he goes, chopsticks. And I had to laugh again because (laughs) culturally, I I guess I raised you well. All right. Imagine them as these ninja stars from a distance. You know, you can just like shoot them. And I said, well, what else? He goes, your hands. Mm. 
And I was like, wow, I thought I came to teach my son a lesson to bring some light. He brought light into me. I said, Tyler, thank you. Do you know that that's such a powerful gift? Because you know how creative I am. And do you know what I can do with these hands? What I can make, what I can draw, and what I can erase? He reminded me of my true powers, my creativity, which is at the core of my essence, this gift that I want to contribute and bring out. So I said, you know, don't worry. You're safe because mommy's always here. And he says, I know because you're physically next door in the next room. And I was like, wow. See, we think that we need these imaginary superhero external factors and people to give us the power and acceptance and acknowledgement that we need when all this time it's always been within us. And these people that they're looking at us, these kids or friends, colleagues, doesn't matter who, they're looking at you at this physical being as a hero. Right. And wow, what a powerful moment. That is amazing. And as a result of that moment, it led me on my journey to like, how do I empower female leaders to embrace their true powers to lead with purpose and impact? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to ask the question from the opposite direction then I want to dig down into the true empowerment methodology because I really like this this approach you take because I know you work primarily with female in- leaders or you work a lot with female leaders what's preventing in your view and with the people you work with what's preventing female leaders from being bold living their living their best life living their story Um well you know I I feel like and from my own journey I feel like we're always trying to maintain this balance You know, my journey, breaking that balance was really hard because I felt that I needed to be there for the family, but there was so much in me that I wanted to do with my career. But whenever I moved in my career, like I was not there for the family. And so there was guilt. And so I ended up dabbling for a very long time. And it wasn't until I said, hmm, I felt my heart when I was speaking about this, like, why haven't I become the person I'm meant to be? I've kind of just closed my eyes and I felt my heart was like constricting. It was like tightening and loosening. Mm -hmm. And I said, why is that? And that was because my family was my heart and my kids. Every single time I moved and because I knew I would be the type of person I wanted to become, that meant I wasn't going to be there physically to make sure they're safe and protected and there to, to at my husband's practice to help him with his business. And my hands were tied because Mm -hmm. I wasn't moving. My creativity was tied up. But when I broke that, that balance that we always say needs to be balanced equal to this flowing balance, I said, if I moved the things that I'm about to do, the work, oh my gosh, the seeds I can plant, the person I'm going to become is so much more empowering than me physically being there. And they're at an age right now where they're safe. So it was my own story of what I defined the balance to be that was blocking me. So when I embraced it and I released it and this balance became this, I felt so free. I spoke that story again 
and I tapped into my body, I didn't feel that tightness in my heart and my hands felt so loose. So my journey started. <laughs> what, I, what I love about that origin story or that journey story is we always think, okay, what, like, what's the game? What's the project plan? And what are the tasks I need to do? What I'm hearing from you, Tanya, though, is you started by working in your spirit. Like you started, it was an inside job. You started by saying, how do I think about this? What am I going to allow myself to become in this world? Right, right. And that's where it takes the first step is to transform your mindset. And when you do that, like I said, your habits, your character, your identity starts to change. And you just work from a place where, you know, from the heart and you kind of like are present. And, you know, we have this space, what I call your intuition, Mm -hmm. our gut feeling. And a lot of us, sometimes we all have that, but we, whether or not paying attention to it. And it truly is an art to get to that space, to trust that gut feeling. And it's allowed me to, I think I'm trusting more in myself. It's because I'm believing in myself because I have something that I need to do to serve and to bring to this world. And so when you become a passionate expert and you truly, I mean, you know, I think the one thing I really want to share that's going to be really powerful here is this empowerment obsession question. So we all know, most of us, who Matthew McConaughey is. He wrote this book called Green Light, and we all know Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins, when he shared that, he was obsessed with this question in his life. And I believe because of that, it also, he became who he is, was how do I improve the quality of people's lives? You're obsessed with that. Every day you wake up, and that's all you think about. And People's lives could always be improved. Of course, you're only going to get better and better. And you bring out that gift, that talent, that work. So I said, what is your empowerment question? And that led me to saying, how do I creatively empower female leaders to embrace their true powers to lead with impact and purpose? And every single one of those words actually has a lot of meaning. And I had to upgrade my conscious language to come out with it. So creatively is my essence. Empowerment is the work I want to do. I didn't say lead by example with your superhero powers anymore from that story of the monster. But see, people need to embrace their powers first before they can lead. Otherwise, what we've done is we've dabbled in that space because we never embraced it. And so not your superhero powers, because it's still this external imaginary thing, but your inner true powers. When I discovered that, it became my green light to go. And it became my guiding light towards my North Star. I love that. And out of that work came what you use as your true methodology. So I'd love for you to kind of break that down. Talk to us about what the what the four pillars are of true and what they mean and how that how that looks in terms of the, the people you work with. Great. So once I discovered my empowerment obsession question, I said, how am I going to help people to embrace this true powers? So the word true, I'm a very symbolic person. Everything I do is very deep in its meaning. And so true stands for 
T, transform your mindset. R is to reignite your essence. U is to unleash your uniqueness. And E is to evolve with your powers. So you could say you're looking at a person who's gone through this true method. The reason why is I had to first transform my mindset. To reignite my essence, I had to embrace my fears. I didn't say overcome, embrace. Because when you embrace, there's less resistance. And then I had to find that confidence to have that belief to bring up my essence, to unleash my uniqueness. I need clarity. Clarity as to what my purpose, what my North Star, what I want to do to bring out and discover what my gifts and talents are. And then I have to evolve with my powers. And to do so, I just don't take actions, but I have to take empowering actions that's going to move the needle towards whatever it is I'm looking to to accomplish my aspirations or my goals. So, um, yeah, that's what the true method is. I love that. And how do you help people embrace their fears? Because fear by design, we're afraid of fear. I mean, that's obviously that's why we call it fear. How how do you help people actually live into that idea of embracing your fears rather than because we all feel like, well, I better overcome them. But what is what's the difference between overcoming and embracing? And how do you help people find that embracing? Right. So when you try to overcome something, it's almost like it's difficult. It's hard. It's challenging and fear you can never overcome because it's going to come back in different forms and shape. So there's more resistance the moment you said, I'm going to overcome, but I befriended my fear. I embraced it just like I embraced that balance of what, you know, like I finally heard the story of like, how, why is it that balance meant for me being equal when I finally listened and heard whatever it was that was trying to tell me, like this child trying to get my attention, I finally gave it the attention it needed. I was able to break it and release it. So that's what people need to do is they need to be able to embrace and befriend their fear. And when it is, it, it's it's gonna, it's freeing. So that's really the best way. And, you know, things has happened for us not to us. Now we can turn these into either, you know, no longer serves me or bring it and turn it into gifts and opportunities. Yeah. And a really powerful equation that Lisa Nichols has shared is that E plus R equals O. So the E is the event. It's happened. It's the past. You can't change it. The reaction is what you have the power in this present moment to do. Right. To either stay in that pattern, that energy, that negative space, or shift it to positivity is going to drive the outcome. And so when we look at fear, it's an event that's happened. You have a choice. Whatever choice you make, it's within your control, generates your outcome. I love that. And it makes me think of, I don't know if you know the work of Viktor Frankl, but Viktor Frankl survived a Nazi death camp and he came out on the other side. And the reason why he did is he maintained a sense of purpose, but he has this great quote where he says, we can take away everything from a human except the greatest freedom, which is the freedom to choose our response 
in any given situation. Yes. I want to drill down though, because you, because I love the way you phrased this. You said you view these things as happening for you, not to you. What does that shift look like? And how did you, how did you accomplish that shift in your mind? I think when I stop pointing the finger at everybody else, like, and pointing the finger back at me, taking ownership and responsibility, because I am the creator of my own life. When I take ownership of that, it was like, wow, you know, it's like you start to then own to up to your actions and what you need to do. So that's been huge. And that's what I say. It's big is take responsibility, point the finger back at yourself and you'll find answers to questions that you've had. It's that simple, but we make it so complicated sometimes. Right, right, right. Do you think, because your you is unleashing uniqueness, which I really appreciate, but isn't that part of the, part of the problem is it, it almost seems like the whole culture is aligned to make us all be the same. Like go on, go on to Instagram. People are using the same filters, go on to, you know, TikTok. People are using, all talking about the same things. Like how can we find our uniqueness in the midst of a culture that's driving us towards sameness? Um, it all goes back to that's why when we reignite our, our essence and who we are and when we discover all of you know what our purpose really comes back to knowing who you are and every one of us has a purpose and it doesn't have to be grand it could be just being a great mom being you know a good friend you know it, it we think that sometimes it has to be so big but it's just all these little small things that adds up as a collective whole. And so if I simply were just to show up as the person I am today and how I raise my kids and the way I, I interact with them and how the seeds I plant, guess what? They can become great men and do great things. So see, I might feel like my work as a mother is small because I'm not changing the world like some great leaders that we hear and making, you know, but even that simple, small thing, that is what I want to empower. It's across the board. And it could be for a little child who's feeling lost, depressed, and trying to navigate during this change with technology, social media, artificial intelligence. I can't even imagine what it is to be them right now. Because they've got to be, they're, they're trying to become, I feel like they're trying to become somebody to impress. Yeah. Or as simple as a new college student, a high school, going into every phase is new to high school, to college, getting married, having kids, starting a new business. Every phase, every we constantly need to be reminded of our greatness. Yeah. And be reminded, and I, I love the story you shared earlier, uh, both short stories, both about your son and your and your mother, because we I think we always need to be reminded as well that we don't always know what the impact of our positive actions are going to be. One of the stories I tell often is, you know, we all know who Richard Branson is, but when Richard Branson was in his early 20s, he went bankrupt. And it was only because his mom mortgaged her home to keep this tiny little record store in East London, Virgin Records afloat, that Richard Branson became this, you know, global phenomenon and and billionaire that he is helping so many people. So 
you know, how could we change our perspective and imagine that every life we touch today has the possibility of healing the world and making the world a better place? I think if people just simply show up to add value. Goes back to showing up, doesn't it? Yes, that's it. Yeah. So my mantra this year is make a decision and take empowering actions. And when you show up, just add value. That's it. When you do that, it's like, oh my God, you open up so many possibilities and opportunities and you also feel good about who you are. And so you stop pretending and people appreciate that. So I say show up and just simply add value. That's it. I love that. I love that. So I want to get a little bit into the program that you're developing right now, because I know you've got this really exciting new program you're rolling out to really help people connect that inside and the outside. Tell us more about that. Yes. So it's called the True Force Empowerment Initiative. And it's going back to bridging that bridge between the inner and the outer beauty. So we take all these wonderful programs. We can visualize the person we want to be. We can feel it in our body, but we haven't stepped into being that person. So at a True Force session, we actually have a team of creative videographers, photographers, stylists, and coaches who's going to just help you, whether you've got a message or whether you just simply want to, you know, you you felt lost um, or you feel disconnected and not engage with your team, or you're a new author, you're trying to get your book out there to the world, an entrepreneur who has, you know, great things to do. And you've tried, and you're not comfortable, or you've been out there, and you're still trying to figure it out, or you just already transform. True Force allows you to show up and step into that person, share your message, or because, you know, I think part of it is being comfortable on camera and, yep. and slowly just like one by one, remove that mask that we have. So it's time to really tap into that space to reignite that essence in people because we need more shining light. And until you show up to speak your truth, to share your message, whether it's to your friends, your family, the community or the world, I mean, you're going to be at the end, you know, like wondering, like, what did I do? So, yeah, it gives it's, it's not your typical uh, photography or videography. Right. It goes much further than that. And I'm excited to, um, to actually launch this. And there's been a lot of interest. So uh, that's so great. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about how people can get involved with it, but but yeah, it's so true. I think I know even for myself when I was getting started as a more public entrepreneur, the idea of being in front of a camera, the idea of being on camera speaking in front of audiences and all that, it didn't so much terrify me. I had that some of that in my background, but we're just not comfortable in our own skin even talking to ourselves. I remember a coach when I was early on in my transformation journey, had me do what he called mirror exercises, which is just kind of looking at yourself in the mirror and affirming certain things to be true about yourself. It was so weird. Like I I, I didn't do it for the first day or two because I'm like, nah, it's just too weird. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm sure the work you're doing really helps people be comfortable seeing themselves, doesn't it? Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's not overnight, right? You're not going to come and then you're like, wow, I'm like this this person now. But right. it takes a step. 
And that's what it is, is, is taking step. And I'm just allowing people this platform to yeah. take it to another level that uh, I don't believe is, is quite is out there. Yeah. Yeah. So what would it look like? Talk us through what a session um, would look like. Sure. So you would come and you would bring three outfits that yep. you could change into whatever it is that you want, whether it's for personal or professional. You'll let our team know the industry you're in, what your hope is and what you're looking to get out of this session, whether it's just a fun photos and videos or you have a message. You want content for your website or you want to use it for social media. Right. So you would prepare and have that message. And if you need help, we're more than help happy to craft that for you. So when you've got somebody who, like myself, which I call myself an integrator because I do hair, makeup, I have a creative eye for videography and right. photography, and as a coach, like when you're standing there and you're talking or you're speaking, I might ask questions that's going to trigger certain thoughts and feelings, or I might be able to say, capture you in this moment. And so we're capturing your essence right. and empowering you to feel more comfortable. So of course, along with the creative team, you've got me there. And that is just if you're coming to a session by itself. And the reality of this is that it's, it's for anybody will. Um, yeah. If you think about an engagement session, people would pay for just a photography, mm-hmm. But I would say, hey, what is it about him that you fell in love with? Right. Or what was that spark in her that you just adore? See, we speak these words and we say it, but it's never been captured. So now you get video, photos, and a message. And beyond that, it actually leaves a legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And the same child who says, well, what's the point of being smart? and doing great things if we're all going to die. He's very mm-hmm. deep. And he says, and what's the point of doing great things when 100 years later, the people don't remember us? Right. And he asked me that because he said, who was my grandfather? See, I never met my grandfather on my dad's side, and he never met his grandfather on his dad's side. Yeah. So there's a little history. So now these videos is all a symbolic mm. legacy piece yeah. that people will have of certain moments. So true force is really deep and there's so much more than just a photography video session for your personal, your professional use. Right, right. Absolutely. And I I so love that and I so appreciate that. And I, I love also that you solve for small entrepreneurs, solo entrepreneurs, people getting started what often seems this like insane problem. Like, how do I get pictures of myself? How do I get video footage of myself talking? How do I get, um, how do I start? Like we, we, to be an entrepreneur in 2023 is to be in the public, is to be on social media of some kind, to be, to be somewhere out there. Um, And I love that you've, you're helping solve what is, I know even for myself, somebody kind of skilled in the area was one of the most difficult things. Like, how do I get, if I want people to know I'm a speaker, how do I get footage of myself speaking? If, you know, so yeah. And so I'd love to hear more about that. So that's exactly it. Well, I'm yeah. like you, you yeah. know, I have a message. I have work I want to do, but yet I need all of this. And it's right. so hard to find bits and pieces. So because there's a need in my, you know, and I recognize it, that's why I pulled this together. But I also feel like the things that's happened for me, right. it's allowing me to now pull it all together to offer this platform which is the time that I think we do need. So, you know, people could certainly 
definitely true force could be brought into institutions and organizations and companies because we need leaders and executives to really, and what I've heard from a lot of these executives is that they're burnt out. They feel disconnected and not engaged. Absolutely. And as leaders in their organizations, I mean, people are watching them and the culture of their team or their company is formed as a result of how they show up. And so not only is this a a, a workshop people can find and come and get this work done for whatever it is they need, but we can also bring it into various different places. And um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and I resonate with that as well. I did a culture workshop actually for a, for a large insurance company last week. And uh, you could tell as they were coming into the room, like, I'm tired and oh no, another workshop. And we did five minutes of breathing and it was night and like even just that little bit, you could see the difference. So I'm, I'm just imagining what could change on a, on a C-suite team with the service like yours. Now I want to drill down though, because you're providing the services, this service or services for solopreneurs and smaller business operators, but you're also creating your own business. So I'd love to hear about the, you know, a lot of the people listening to this are themselves solopreneurs, are themselves getting started on their on their entrepreneurial venture. And I'd love to hear, like, what are some of your great challenges and what are some of your great victories in running your own business? Trying to do everything. Yeah. You know, and we just don't have the capacity. And I think what it is, is like if I get into my head too much and think about all the stuff that I have to do, I would be so discouraged and overwhelmed because it's like, how am I going to make all this happen? And it was really interesting. And there's an analogy I wanted to share is that we have these big vision that only we know because our prescriptions are made just for us. So when we tell people we want to give them this whole cake and they can't eat this whole cake right? because they're going to get sick. And so it may come across like confusing and chaos. It's just like the work we have to do. It's like we're trying to do this, create this whole cake when we haven't even gotten the ingredients. So taking it back down, it's like I had to start giving people slices of the cake and bite size for them to be able to consume. So the same thing here. It's like, all right, let's just go back to the various different ingredients that you need to get and focus on one thing, one step at a time. So that was so powerful for me to recognize. And I don't know how many entrepreneurs and, and solopreneurs are out there that are thinking, like, I've got to do all of this. And then it becomes a struggle. But if we just focused on one thing at a time, so instead of multitasking, right. see, we think that in one day, we've got to do all of this. So we multitask. But what we don't realize is that when we break away from a task to do something else, the energy and the time for us to refocus is lost. That's time, money, and energy. Mm -hmm. So I had to switch this multitasking mentality to just let's focus on one task at a time. And then in the two or three hours, it's more productive because when I multitask, I end up losing two, 20 minutes, two hours, but I'm thinking I'm busy. Right. Because I'm doing a lot. Sure. It feels like it. It feels like it. Right. Yes. Yeah. But isn't that also going back to what we were talking about earlier, where you need to release fear? I mean, that's my look, Tanya, my greatest fear is 
that I have to do everything. And if I don't do it, it'll never get done. And if I don't get it all done today, it'll, you know, I think any one of us that are running small enterprises have that sort of great fear. So, you know, what, how do you, I'll, I'll make it mm. quite personal. How do you personally, spiritually, what do you do to help you stay in spiritual shape so you, that you can release those fears to the universe? You know what it is? Fear, that trust in yourself, going back into that essence of who you are. When you trust yourself and you trust the work and what you want to do, it's right. not about you, okay? It's about the message. And so when you put it out there, so it's trusting in yourself. I think that is so crucial. Mm-hmm. And when you have that belief, you trust in your intuition, your gut feelings, and you're able to just take empowering actions. Yeah, I love that. As we're getting sort of near to the end, I want to ask a, a question that's a little bit different. It, it relates to trust in yourself, but I also want to quest, ask the question about collaboration. Like, how important is collaboration in this process? And it's a little bit of a loaded question because you and I collaborate, but I'd love, yeah. to, I'd love your thoughts and I'd love for you to share thoughts with the audience about collaboration and how important it is. I think in this time right now, I think collaboration is so important because just the way the technology, Zoom, opportunities, I mean, you can work with so many people. You can definitely go alone, but you can go much further and wider and faster with the right people. And so when I build a team now, I'm just not looking for someone who's good at something, but I'm looking for someone who is like-minded, heart-centered. Because, and so... And as a result of just this, there's been a lot of opportunities for collaboration. And like I said, it's just showing up and add value. That's it. When you add value, you're going to collaborate because it's a it's a feeling of fulfillment. Like you feel good when you can help others along your journey. So I'm all about collaboration with the right folks. I love it. So how do people get engaged with you? How, how can people uh, participate in your programs? How do they get connected to you? So my website, True Learning Program, is a really great place to start. You'll find my programs, my empowerment sessions. In the future, we'll have other workshops. I'll also have a YouTube channel launching in the very near future. And of course, on Instagram, social media, Facebook community page, you can find us all at True Learning Program. Okay, great. And we'll put just for those listening, that'll be in the show notes. So you don't have to uh, remember that. So I'm going to ask one last question. This is a question I've been playing around with uh, podcast guests lately, and I, it's been a lot of fun. So oftentimes we, we show up and we talk about the kind of practical work we're doing. And, and this was a little deeper and more spiritual than, than some of the uh, guests that I have. But I want you to, I want to ask you a really big picture question. So a lot of your work, Tanya, is about helping people integrate the internal and the external, helping them be fully show up as the, fully authentic as themselves wherever they show up. So I want you to imagine that all of the critical world leaders are listening to this podcast and they say, we got to get on board with this program. I want you to think 15 to 20 years down the, down the line in terms of human civilization, how could the world be made more whole or how could the world be transformed if they caught onto this, the principles that you're, uh, you're suggesting for us here? I think true force is like the nucleus of an atom because when we get the people right and they can show up as themselves and knowing who they are 
and having the right mindset and taking their powers and gifts to the next level, they show up differently. They're going to show up to contribute, add value, and then the culture and the dynamic, whatever organization relationship is going to change as a result. And at the base, people are the company. It's people that creates relationship. So that's why I think true force is something that I'm so passionate. And it's something that I can't wait to really bring out. And I can't wait to see all these shining bright lights of the people that I come across and I get to work with or in, you know, encounter along the way. We're all a master and a, and a student. So constantly always evolving and learning. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that vision. I love that vision. Tanya, thank you. Thank you for your gift to the world. And thank you for being here today. It was so great talking with you. Well, thank you, Will, for having me on here. And I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, I great work on what you're doing. We need more people. And you're allowing that space for people to share the messages and their stories. So thank you. Thank you.